Welcome to Miraval Life in Balance, bringing you mindful tips and insight into supporting your mental well-being and living your most balanced life. Listen to the sound of the creek softly flowing. Imagine the forest on a warm day. Birdsong is in the air and the trees rustle slightly as a calm breeze blows by. It's time to clear your mind and focus on the present. Take a moment to center your breath. Breathe in and out. In and out. Don't speed up or slow down. Just focus on your breathing. Thank you for sharing this moment with me. Welcome to Miraval Life in Balance, brought to you by Miraval Resorts. I'm your host, Lauren Scruggs Kennedy, and on today's episode, our theme is parenthood and resilience. Some of the most trying times in our lives are those moments we didn't expect or plan for, and having tools and roadmaps to get through those difficulties is so important which is why I am thrilled to welcome to the show our guest, Odette Annable, who will share her journey of motherhood, which has been filled with the highest of highs and also the most trying of times. And she's here now to share her personal motherhood story, some advice for current mothers or soon-to-be moms, and the helpful, mindful practices that she does to live her most balanced life. Okay. Welcome, Odette. It's so wonderful to have you on the show today. You are quite the accomplished actress with numerous credits in your first role being at the age of five. For those of us who may not be as familiar, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into your career? Yes. Also, thank you for having me. This is so great. Yeah. So I I started acting when I was five. Apparently, my parents said that I was a very introverted kid and they couldn't do anything to get me out of my shell, basically. A family friend, their kid was doing commercials and he was a very lively, outgoing kid. And my parents thought, why don't we why don't we try that? And I was like, let me grow a personality. But hey, <laughs> it actually, I really enjoyed it. And that was the start of my career. I booked, I, they got me an agent and the whole thing. And I booked my very first audition and that was Kindergarten Cop. It was a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I was, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was hanging out with 30 kids my age and we were just having a blast. So of course, when my parents said, this is, if this is something you want to continue doing or whatever, we can do this, but no pressure. And so I just, I kept doing it throughout my childhood. And then when I turned 19, I made the decision to move from near Palm Springs to LA to really take it seriously. And here I am. It was a whole journey getting to the successes that I have now and where I've come from. Yeah. And I've been really fortunate. I don't ever take any of it for granted. It, it was a childhood dream that became a reality. And 
it's a fickle business. <laughs> it's not for the weak. You're being told you're pro- you're being rejected more than you're being told yes. But it really is my passion, and and I'm so grateful that I'm that I can continue doing it. That's amazing too that you were shy and that, that was like a fun thing for you. It was because it could have gone the other way. It could very well have shut me down even more. Yeah, but and you hear all these crazy stories about kids that were actors and they were became so messed up, and it's really scary. It's a tough business, but it taught me a lot about resilience and not giving up. So there were some lessons there for sure. And I feel like if you're surrounded by people that are like humbling you and reminding you of reality and just like what to be grateful for and just being who you are, it just helps so much. Cause yep. so my husband, he's been, he was on E! News for 16 years. So he has seen so much and it's so true. It's a wild industry, especially like when, what you're saying, like when you start young, just like staying healthy emotionally. and Yeah. Yeah. It's really not easy to do. Mental health is a big one. When I was really grateful because I had that home life that was really solid. I was raised on, I come from a Cuban background and my family, my grandfather, when he moved to California, when they left Cuba, he couldn't handle not having his land. And after they worked really hard to get their citizenship, they opened up some factories, some clothing factories, and they were able to buy some apartments. And then his dream was to have his farm. And so they bought about eight or nine acres near Palm Springs. And that's where I was raised. And it was like horses and goats and cows and pigs and the whole thing. So I had this, yeah, I had a, a great balance. And it was, so it wasn't like, the entertainment industry was my life. It really was just something that I was chipping away at slowly. So I never really felt the pressure of you have to do this or if not, you're not going to make it or anything like that. It, it happens so often that way and it didn't for me. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why I'm still able to do it because my mental health was in a very balanced place. Yeah, being able to still be a kid and doing something fun, which could be what you were doing, but that not being like your whole world and existence. And that sounds like a dream as a kid. I feel like I would have died. I would just love it so much with all the animals and all of that. That's incredible. Okay, so now we're going to get on the topic of Miraval. So it has always been a place of refuge and comfort and I want you to talk about how Mirabal has helped you find your center, heal, recharge. It, it feels strange to say, but I feel like Mirabal has always called me. Whenever I've been in a place where I felt really out of balance or where I was working through a lot of stuff or where I just needed a getaway and just a retreat, it felt like everything lined up and then Miraval showed up. The first time that I went to Miraval, it was with my friend Minka and my friend Gabi. They invited me and some other girlfriends and it was presented to us like the most relaxing, beautiful, great connective place where you can just enjoy your girlfriends. And I said, sign me up. <laughs> you know, I'm ready. Let's do this. Yeah. And I didn't really know much about Miraval at the time other than girlfriends, relaxation, good food. Let's go. Hey, 
And what happened was I felt completely transformed after that trip. Not only when you walk onto a Miraval property, do you feel like everything, life just stops and you're able to really breathe and just take a little bit of space from everything else that's going on. But I also like you just have so much opportunity to create whatever you want to create, whether it's nature walks or morning meditations or everything is just set up for you to succeed. And you just feel so good. And I really loved it. And I'd never experienced something like that. Love we that. had such a wonderful time. The spa is like no other. Which location were you at? We went to Arizona. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, it was so great. And now I've been a few times here in Austin and I live so close to it. I feel so grateful. It's just the best. I can go on and on about it, but really it's about taking that space and figuring out what you need and then Miraval really just delivers. So true. I feel like it gives you the permission to stop and slow down and actually learn how to pause and reflect and just pour into your own self, which just makes you a better person. Yes, 100%. I wasn't expecting to feel that transformed after that trip. And then it was immediately, when can I go back? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I'm expecting my second child, and I know that you have had your second, so congrats. Thank you, and congrats to you. That's so Thank exciting. You. When was your second, or how old are your kids? So I have a pretty significant gap. I have an almost eight-year-old. She turns eight in, in a couple of days, and a 10-month-old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> was that, were you trying to have another baby? Yes, we tried for a long time and we've had our a whole fertility journey. It's it was a lot and we feel so lucky that Andy is here. She's our rainbow baby. I suffered three pregnancy losses and just trying and trying. We have done we did IVF that failed, IUIs, and it was really just feeling like the end of the road for us. And then just like anything else she came when she was ready and we're so grateful she's so awesome she's so great uh and what's like releasing expectations and all of that and right when I did it it just all worked out um the way that it was supposed to so we have a 16 month old and we did IVF with River and then all of our doctors were like what are you doing for birth control we're like nothing because we can get pregnant <laughs> right 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 and then right after I stopped breastfeeding, I started feeling how I felt with River at the beginning of pregnancy. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh. I just knew. So now wow. I'm doing like about a month. But we were oh like, okay, let's go. <laughs> but it is wow. crazy like how you just, because it was such a journey like prior to River and just like finding that patience and knowing like the timing is perfect and this baby will come into the world when it's supposed to and all these things. But that's so amazing to hear that. I love that. Yeah, I know. It's just, and, and everybody's journey is is so different. And I love to openly talk about the whole thing. I'm an open book in that way, overshare whatever you like to say. But yeah, I it's such a wild, it's such a different experience this time around. And I, I 
if I could give you any advice, it's to release everything that you thought. And it's really just important to remember that everything comes and goes in phases. And just like you've already been through it and when you get stressed out and when you think that you can't figure it out, whatever's going on, whatever, teething or sleep issues or whatever, they all pass. They all pass. And so this time around, it's just such an easier experience. There's double the work. And you're probably going to have, it's going to be different for you because I have a little helper. She's eight. And so she can actually sit with the baby in the room and I'm not worried that she's going to kill her. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but I think just prior planning pays. We call it the PPP. You know, just I love plan that. and... Yeah. And as long as you're setting yourself up for success, go for the ride. It all goes the way it's meant to. I know. I feel like I'm like super chill just like in general, but also very like organized and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like my husband and I are just like very chill with Riv. And I feel like we've had amazing people just alongside us to help guide us. And we're like, we don't know anything. <laughs> Please share your wisdom. And that has just saved us. And I feel like we're not like very, we have such a routine and we're very like um, consistent. And I feel like it's made such a big difference in just his contentment, River's contentment. And it's so fun, but I'm so excited. I'm like, what is this going to be like with, we're having a girl. Yes. But I'm just so curious. You you have no idea. It's weird because you like know what's coming, but then there wasn't another baby involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In that way, everything just gets a little more heightened. There's going to be a little more chaos, you know, so be prepared for all of that. It's, you know, I always, when I was pregnant with Charlie, I had all of these expectations in my mind. You know, I thought I knew exactly how I was going to give birth and I thought, you know, I had all of these other examples from girlfriends that had done it. And one of my girlfriends is like Earth Mama, and she would just put her baby on her boob and have a glass of wine and keep the conversation going. And that was not the case for me. Everything that I thought was going to happen happened the other way. And, and so I really just learned to release any kind of expectations. And with Andy, she's such a different baby. And whenever she's going through anything, it's like, it's going to be fine. She's going to figure it out. I'm also very organized and routine is everything for me. So if you have that, you're already, you're good to go. You're going to be great. Oh my gosh. It's be awesome. I can't wait. How were your pregnancies? Were they different or were they similar? They were the same in the way that I was very lucky to not feel sick. Completely overtaken by exhaustion for sure. But for the most part, I really am smooth sailing in that way. Oh. But both of my births were quick, fast, and furious. Yeah. Andy was door to door two hours. That is incredible. Okay. So in your opinion, why do you think pregnancy as well as motherhood is an important time to practice mindfulness? Really and truly motherhood pregnancy will test all of your patients. It will unravel you in a way that you didn't expect to be unraveled. It can take you to some dark places. I suffered some 
pretty significant postpartum anxiety, blues, depression with Charlie. And in that moment is really when I wish I had the tools to practice mindfulness. Because now that I have those tools and I know what to do, it changes everything. If you're able to just, even for five minutes, a minute or two in the car before school pickup, whenever you can find that time to just ground and be mindful and have any kind of practice, meditation, whatever it is, whatever ritual that you want to come up with, it's so important. Even if you come up with your own mantra and you can just repeat it in your head and just take those deep breaths. Also, I don't always do it. It's hard in the, it's hard in the moment, but it's hard when you're already worked up, but especially going into the most important job you'll ever have, which is being a parent, in my opinion. Um, it's crucial. You got to practice mindfulness. That's so important. Okay, so we saw you have a t-shirt that says, never underestimate the resilience of a mother. What does this mean to you? Mother equals resilience. <laughs> I can't, I have to be resilient every single day even at times that I don't necessarily want to be, but I'm there to be a guide for both of my daughters and that job doesn't stop. I, this was last night that, you know, I felt like it was one of the longest days ever. I was just ready to climb in bed and to check out, just to be off duty. And then once I got both the kids in bed, I thought to myself, I'm like, what are you doing? You're a mom. You're never going to be off duty. Yeah. Resilience. It's always it's about reminding yourself that every mother is resilient. Every parent is resilient and you're stronger than you think. Yeah, cuz I feel like what you're saying with birth and pregnancy, it's you might picture your day in a certain way and then everything can change in every moment of that day. So how are you going to respond in some days it's harder than others. And yeah. Yeah. The only constant in this life is change. And that's just what it is. And once you come to terms with the fact that we will constantly change, we're constantly evolving, hopefully growing, hopefully learning, that's when you can start to really master your resilience, yeah. your patience, <laughs> <laughs> because it's always going to change. When, and it's all balance, right? It's when it's good, you can probably expect for there to be a dip and then it'll come back up and then it'll go down. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. And just constantly how kids' development is changing, your life is changing. I just, that's so true. I love the wisdom you shared there because it really is the one consistent thing is change. It's so true. That's it. Like, that's it. Racing that, your perspective on it is so key. Riding the waves. And yeah. we will all have to do that in one way or another. And everybody's life looks different. There's Nobody's going to have the same one. So true. Just got to ride those waves. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so you and your husband came to Mirabal Austin for a couple's getaway. Can you talk about that experience and what was the most memorable for you? Yes, I can. And I was very excited to, to show Dave Mirabal because I had been on two trips with my girlfriends. The first one was Arizona, and then the second one, we flew to Austin. 
And I just learned so much and I had such great experiences, both different and equally just incredible. And I really was craving having some alone time with Dave and reconnecting as a couple. And it was everything that I wanted and more. He was He's so mindful and he's been on his own journey of, it just feels like around 35 was when we both like self-care, self-help, everything just started to feel big and everything was too much and mindfulness really became a big part of our lives. So when we were both at Miraval together, we really took advantage of everything that Miraval had to offer. We went to so many different classes, like there was a fall harvest class, which was transitioning from the late summer into the fall and being mindful about the food that you eat and what you're doing as an extracurricular, how you're being mindful about the way you go about your day and routine. And that was really amazing. Um, and then there's one of the specialists in Miraval Austin. Her name is Lynn Carol Rivera. She's awesome. And I've seen her a few times and she leads this great little class called Venus and Mars Love in the Stars. And it's great because she's an astrologist. And so she does your chart. And then she talks about as a couple where your differences lie, what you can do to help with that like yin and yang that you have for Dave and I specifically, and what really helps us connect. And, and you can see it through astrology, which is a really cool way to to connect in a, in a different way. And what was like the floating meditations and the amazing food and sleeping in that fluffy, amazing bed. The it's beds. like the Miraval bed. The beds are unlike any other. Insane. Yeah, truly. I love stuff like that. And just, I feel like hearing it from somebody else from an outside perspective, but then also just a astrological viewpoint is it's just like fun it's yeah it, it was so fun yeah it was interesting and it was also oh so he's not being a jerk to be a jerk <laughs> like this is the way he was wired this is the way i'm this is what's going on like in an like in our inner world and and what really goes on which yeah. is so different and we were both our brains just work in such a different way and so when you start to understand that things get a little easier yeah that's amazing okay so now back in 2022 you went on a baby moon to Mirabal Austin that's so fun can you talk a little bit about what that was like and how this prepared you for your second child yeah my baby moon was spent with my girlfriends oh, so we went we went to Mir <laughs> I know you know because we have a daughter and it's hard to fully escape these days so I took advantage and I went on a girl's trip and really just was able to allow my body to really just take the time and I found myself on a hammock just like taking a nap and I I would do these nature walks and I just had the best time with my girlfriends and I really indulged in, in, in a lot of the spa experiences because I knew that my life was going to significantly change soon. And it was really great to have yet another experience. And this one was so different because I, I was pregnant and I just, even with this second pregnancy, I felt so connected to Andy I just felt like I knew her. And when I saw her, I was like, there you are. 
I see you. And I felt that. And it was just like so awesome to be on the property and really just unwind and allow myself that time. Because as a mom and as a working mom and a wife, and I have all of these things that I have to do. And I feel like even in America, we're just go, go. It's, you know, it's our society. It's the culture that we've created, which is great. We're hustlers. We're doing the thing and we're bosses and we're moms and we're not. But I don't feel like we allow ourselves to rest. And we take too much on and our plate is so full always. And if you're given the opportunity or if you can, what with whatever it is, for me it was Miraval, but whatever it is that you can do to escape, really just allow yourself to do that, especially, you know, for me while I was pregnant, that was so nice. It's really just key. Yeah. And I feel like you're so right with our culture and just I feel like there's becoming more awareness about the importance of rest, but even learning how to do that can be hard or just Yeah actually putting down your phone and taking space for yourself is the most like easier said than done and I feel like Miraval especially just it's like this retreat that you feel like how could I not be doing that you yeah. just they even have little beds for your phone yes I love that. <laughs> it's yes. so great because you're like oh I don't need to connect with the outside world right now my kids are fine. My husband is fine. If there's an emergency, I can be contacted. But this is really me time and time to just write, read, connect with friends, whatever the experience you choose. You can really choose your own experience, which is what I love as well. And it can be different every single time. Okay, so you've created many memories and experiences during your visits to Miraval Austin. How do you bring Miraval back into your daily life? And then how do you also share these practices with Dave and your kids? I try, Dave and I really try, and we've tried for a long time with Charlie to implement breathing exercises, specifically because Charlie is has ADHD and she's also on the autism spectrum. And so she, her feelings, she can feel really overwhelmed at times and then she doesn't know where to place those feelings. And so, you know, it's like the impulsive behaviors and just the frustrations that she can't possibly navigate. She's a child, but I, I can barely navigate them and I'm almost 40. So breathing and being mindful was something that we taught her from a young age. And now whenever she's feeling overwhelmed or she's feeling frustrated, there have been Plenty of times where she just, you see her just take a step back and she'll take a deep breath. And we're like, we're doing a good job. <laughs> That's him. But it's one of the, I think, the philosophies of that Miraval has. It's really just, it's all about mindfulness and it's about mindfulness that encompasses everything um, around you. It's not, a, it's food being mindful about what you eat. It's about learning about how to take space and time for yourself. It's its all of those things that you learn while you're at Miraval that you can really just start to implement into your life. And its And it just happens because its that's the place. That's where you go to do it. So true. Okay, so our final segment is one we like to call the Miraval moment which is where our guest shares a memory from their time in Miraval that was impactful to them 
maybe a moment where something just clicked or you learned something new about yourself. So what do you think would be your Miraval moment and what made it so impactful or memorable for you? Well, there's so many um, because I've been a few times and it's very true. You can never leave Miraval without having that moment, right? Because it's such a special place. I think my Miraval moment was my second trip. Was it the first or the second? No, I can't even remember. Everything is <laughs> second kid. You're prepared yeah. <laughs> to not remember anything. So it was my first or second trip, but we had, it was with my girlfriends and we had this beautiful private dinner and it was so great because when you're with your girlfriends, you just share and you talk and the conversation can go any way it's supposed to and it's so much fun. And that was amazing. And right after that, we went into a cleansing ceremony where we all sat in a circle and we were all on the floor. Palo Santo was going and we had some sound healing and we all released everything that we were holding on to, shame, guilt, any whatever it was. And it was different for everybody. And it was such a transformative moment because it I just felt like the weight of the world was gone even momentarily it was just like my shoulders dropped and I felt free and it was so incredible and then we wrote down intentions that we had for ourselves moving forward and we mailed them to ourselves so when we went back home we received a letter from ourselves reminding us of what we did and the work that we did and it was such a beautiful reminder to allow yourself to be human and then to release. So that was really, yeah. That's so special and so bonding just for to do it yeah. with your closest people. I love that. Okay, so before we go, and thank you so much for all of your amazing input and wisdom and experiences with Mirabal for sharing all that. Would you join me to lead our listeners in a brief mindfulness exercise? Please, I'd love to. <laughs> Listen as you can hear the soothing sounds of nature surrounding you. Focus on being here in the present moment. This is a chance to center yourself and reflect. Follow your breaths in and out in and out That's all the time we have today. I want to say a big thank you to Odette Annabelle for joining the show today to discuss parenthood and resilience. And if you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave a review so more people can listen in. Until next time, I'm Lauren Scruggs Kennedy, and this has been Mirabal Life in Balance brought to you by Mirabal Resorts. <laughs>